Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're live at Crypto.com Arena Game 3. The Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings roughly at 8.20 puck drop Edmonton time. Oilers now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. The next half hour is about you. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino excitement. Bet on it. Open 24-7-365. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. Where are you at? The series is tied 1-1. By the way, the owner's got pretty good numbers. Pretty good numbers. Uh, when winning game three. Yep. They're 17 and 6 all time in an NHL playoff series. That's a 734 winning percentage when they win game three. Uh, yeah. When series is tied 1 1, they've gone 17 and 6, and they've gone 14 and 2 in those game threes, historically speaking. So, you know, think back to last year against uh, both the Los Angeles Kings and the Calgary Flames. Edmonton lost game one, one game two, one game three. Um, but I, I want to know, you know, your confidence level right now. I think there's going to be a pushback from L.A. So, again, we'll open up the phone line, 780-496-0063. Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Do want to mention at this time, just before we uh, close off our trivia, and we do have our winner, um, but there's several things that are taking place back in Edmonton. The orders take on the L.A. Kings Game 3. First-round series goes uh, tonight at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, for games three and four, which are tonight and on Sunday night, the Rogers Road Game Watch Parties will take place at Rogers Place. Tickets are $5 each. They're available at EdmontonOilers.com. The net proceeds go to the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation to support charities across uh, oil country. The Scotiabank Playoff Plaza in Ice District opens tonight at 6 p.m. There's no admission. It's free to everybody to... Uh, Enjoy the festivities. It's licensed for adult beverages. It'll feature music, snacks, beverages, and a game shown uh, on the out, giant outdoor screen uh, for Rogers Place. The Ford Tailgate uh, Party in Fan Park at Ice District will again be open Tuesday, uh, two hours before the puck drop for Game 5 at Rogers Place. And we'll tell you that the Oilers playoffs 50-50 in support of Alberta Fights Cancer, benefiting the Ben Stelter Fund and the Alberta Cancer Foundation will run until uh, 7 p.m. after the last game of round one. Tickets can be purchased at edmontonoilers.com uh, slash 50-50. All right, before we went to break, for our friends, Jack Cookson and the gang at Pro-Am Sports, it's Oilers game day trivia. Fan cave and fan gear specialist for all budgets in Edmonton, on St. Albert Trail and ProAmSports.ca. Quite possibly the easiest question we've had yet. 
Leon Drysettle has 64 points in 39 play, play uh, 39 career playoff games. That's third most all time. <laughs> Who's number one and number two? Well, they're probably the best players over about a 40 year run in the league. Brendan Escott, the correct answer is. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux, which most people, I think, listening to the show knew the answer to, and they all texted, by the way. But it was Elias that got it first today, so congratulations. You'll get the $50 GC to Pro-Am Sports. Are we uh, good to go with calls? You want to get it started? Drop the puck here, Brett? Yeah, let's rock and roll. Let's get it going with uh, Brett from Nanaimo out of the gate. All right, Brett, you're on Oilers now. How you doing? Buddy, bro, Bob, Bobby, I'm going to say this right now. There's a lot of uneasy feeling in Edmonton right now playing this Kings. Let's let, let's just get this right from off the top. We've dominated the first two games, say, for about 10 minutes. Do you think I'm scared of the L.A. Kings? Do you think I'm scared of the 17th most popular team in L.A.? They're not even the most popular team in their own arena. Okay, Connor's going to go off tonight. You know he's got that dog in him. Leon's got that dog in him, and Daddy Jay going to bring it home tonight. We're, I wouldn't be shocked if we're coming back 3-1 come uh, Monday morning. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Brett, thanks for the call. Let's go to KJM on line number two. KJM, you're on. We have not heard from you in a while. How you doing, KJM? Yeah, afternoons are usually pretty busy, but uh, thanks for having me on today, man. Uh, All right. I would say that aside from, I mean, like, I don't think there are more than a handful of teams in the league that could even play the Oilers the way the LA, the LA Kings are with any sort of relative success. And I think that every one of those teams to have any level of success playing the Oilers that way would have to have a good, a good chunk of luck going their way. Um, with McDavid kind of being average or maybe less than average, he's got a lot of great five-on-five numbers, but it's having trouble converting. Um, I think that, you know, like the, the fact that LA has a game, the fact that LA even has the goal count that they're at and that the Edmonton Oilers don't have more, I think that those are luck factors. I think the Oilers are dominating the series. I think that it's almost silly that we're 1-1 right now. And I don't expect that if, if things continue on, that L.A. has a chance. Well, I think Connor is due for a bounce. I think you got to give credit to Jonas Corposalo. I didn't see this. I know Jody Shelley during the year, stuff, you guys got to trade for Jonas Corposalo. I'm like, you know, Edmonton can't trade for Jonas We have Skinner. We have Campbell. We've signed both guys carrying forward. We can't undermine the confidence in Stuart Skinner right now. But Corposalo's played well. He was 921 in the regular season for the Kings. He's 921 in this series. And in both games, K-Jam, when Edmonton was up 2-0, he was the guy that kept L.A. in the series, in, in the game because Edmonton could have put the Kings away with a third goal. Connor That's has true. been unlucky, unlucky not chances, to have scored. Though, What's that? I think that considering the amount of offensive pressure time that we have, that we're, we're a little bit unlucky in generating our A-plus chances. If we were generating A-plus chances, no goalie's going to stop the way the Oilers' offense is. We're getting A minus, B plus chances, and he's doing a great job. But the way the Oilers are cycling, the way they're going, LA can't keep those A plus chances go away forever. And when they come, Corpusella doesn't have a chance. No goalie does. All right, great stuff, KJM. Thanks for the call. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We're going to go to Chris on line number three. Hello, Chris. How you doing? Doing great today, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, well, you know what? I'm just looking at 
I, I agree. Like, I think we got, like, you know, Edmonton's by, been by far the better team through this series, aside from 10 minutes in game one. And you know what? I think I look at, you know, I see there's been some people concerned with, like, the fact that only one point in two games for McDavid right now. But if I could just maybe throw this out there for everyone listening. Isn't this kind of what we want at times? This, isn't this what we've been waiting for? Where you know what? There's a proper team with the depth in front of him, where you don't have to rely on McDavid every night to get you that three or four points to get you the win every time. Is that not what we've been waiting for for the last few little while? It's hilarious because Ryan Whitney uh, and Paul Bissonette have one of the largest podcast followings out there, right? We all know it's spitting chiclets. And I had to chuckle. And, and Biz is not a fan of the Oilers organization. I don't know. And, and, you know, he played in Arizona. He played in L.A. Nobody gives a flying you-know-what about Arizona. Like, they are irrelevant to the conversation in the National Hockey League. Their GM... Bill Armstrong is a great dude. They're they got one of the best PR guys in the entire league, and Rich Nairn. They're, they got good people working for their club, but nobody cares about them. And part of the reason why Paul was able to break in as a broadcaster is because fans in Edmonton paid for him in terms of how money gets shared around the league, right? Like that's that's reality. Is is Arizona's been propped up for a number of years. Uh, Paul was in LA, and the Oilers did get a lot of air in the room when they got the Hall, Nugent, Hopkins, Yakupov, three number ones in a row, right? But the reality is Edmonton's a different team now. And Paul made a comment about L.A. having superior scoring depth to the Oilers, and I reached out to Ryan Whitney, and I'm like, Ryan, the Oilers are the only team with 250 goal scores. They're the only team with 435 goal scores. And Yanmark, at the time that I sent the text, was the only guy that didn't, on the forwards, have 10-plus goals. And all Edmonton's Oilers, 12 forwards, had 10-plus goals this year. That's what you're talking about is that superior depth. And there's Derek Ryan, 13 goals. Clean Costin, 11 goals in the regular season. And they scored huge goals in game number two for Edmonton to help them get the win. That's exactly what you're talking about, and that's exactly what the fans wanted. Yeah, no, it, it, it's exactly what we're wait, waiting for. Like, we're not relying on two guys or three guys to carry the team for us on every single game. Like, it's when you get those games like you had last one where Ryan puts in the goal, Costin gets you the game winner, it's like, you know what? It takes a little bit of weight off the shoulders of your other guys. And let's be frank, Bob, uh, Paul's just upset that he had his head shaved because he picked Calgary to win last year, and uh, they got uh, spanked by the Oilers. Okay. So. Yeah, well, you got to have fun. Like Tom Gazzola, who's <laughs> doing a show at the other station, great guy. He had fun, went out and got the perm. No, I'm not getting a perm, okay? A 57-year-old no, 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 man. I, I won't, I, I'm not going to ask that, Bob. It's okay. I'm I, not going to get the perm. The of- Dustin <laughs> Nielsen was having some fun with me. Tom looks awesome in that perm because Tom is still a thin, good-looking dude, okay? <laughs> Nobody needs to see a fat man in a perm. So, anyhow, thanks a lot for the call, Chris, okay? Awesome stuff. Thanks, Bob. Uh, Yvette, let's go to Cam from Rocky Mountain House. On line number four. Hi, Cam. How are you? Good. Just wanted to talk about officiating. So we have four penalties. You guys know this better than me. McDavid has drawn two of them, I believe. Yeah. So you're trying to tell me in the entire 60-some minutes that LA's only done two other penalties to the entire rest of the hockey team. You know, this is this is the city of angels, right? The angelic Los Angeles Kings. <laughs> Is that, what, is that what we're saying? I'm having fun with you. 
Yeah, exactly. It is. It, it has to be. I, I can't believe in the other 120-some minutes that two games that we cannot say that two more than two penalties has been caused uh, by Edmonton, any other player. Uh, the Oilers have earned some of their penalties. There's no question sure. about it. I thought... You know, there was a couple other opportunities. Uh, Evander King got slew-footed in game one. Uh, Dayernay got punched in the face in the final two minutes of game two. Those could have been calls. You know, it's a, the, the, here's what happens. Officials are people that support officials, so friends of guys that work in the league office and that sort of thing. They will tell you whining about officiating is a loser's lament, except it, the wrong call at the wrong time can cost a team the series. Like that's that's and 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 I'm going to go all the way back to 1990, right? Denny Morrell working Game Six between L.A. and Calgary, right? That yeah. that, that was a tough yeah. call on the Calgary Flames. Uh, the you know that was a tough call. The and and in fairness to the Flames last year, in Game Five against Edmonton. I still can't believe that was a disallowed goal on Blake Coleman, which is not to say with the way that game was going that Edmonton couldn't have tied it in the final four minutes. Who would have bet against the Oilers on Jacob Markstrom? But I thought that was a tough So there's two situations where I'm talking about the Flames, right, and yeah. how yeah. He, critical times. I did not like the call on DeHernay in overtime. I'm like, yeah. is that a call that gets made again? Does that a call that gets made against Drew Doughty? I don't believe for a second they make that call against Drew Doughty in OT. Exactly. Last so, thing, last thing. Yes, go for it. last night against the Winnipeg Jets. Was that not Mark Stone? Yeah. Like, it, how did they not even challenge that? I don't know. Don't know what to tell you. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Yep. Thanks, Cam. Uh, we are going to go to Jeff on line number three. Hello, Jeff. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Bob? Good. What do you got? I was just going to comment on the Oilers, the makeup of the team, the size, the energy just grinding down the Kings over this, even those two games, uh, you know, seeing Lazard out. And it kind of makes it interesting to think where L.A. is getting their energy from, other than maybe, say, Kopitar on the power play. You know, you look, they move Brendan Lemieux out uh at the deadline, like who's driving the energy on that team? The Oilers don't shoot themselves in the foot. I think they the longer the series goes, the stronger they're going to look. I think LA is going to switch up how they play. I I just I I know enough about Todd McClellan and respect enough about like you know before I know that Jack Michaels, myself, Tony Brar, we did a preview. I would have taken Edmonton in five in this series if Todd wasn't coaching the LA Kings. But he knows the Oilers and he's a good coach. And I expect a curveball come at Edmonton, or maybe better term, a fastball. I expect the Kings to start quickly in tonight. I'd be stunned if they sat back and played as passively as they did the last. Because to me, it, it's been partially the way they've played. They've tried to play a patient game. I don't expect to see that. I, I expect them to be more assertive on the four check right from the get-go and to switch some things up. Yeah, I'd be curious to see if they can keep up with the Oilers' size. All right, great stuff. Thanks for the call, Jeff. We're going to go to Crotch on line number five. Crotch, how are you? You're in Oilers now. Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, so a couple of things. So, one, I know I've talked to you a couple of times this season about Cody Cece, and you had mentioned the core issue and stuff uh, like that. Um, yep. He looks great. Uh, he, yeah, he's, he's been, closed he, gaps he, on the PK. He's, he's winning battles. It's, it's really good to see. He's really stepped up, I thought. Um, you're right on that one. And then the other thing I wanted to say um, on Ryan McLeod, actually, is 
I think it's interesting how I know he's about a, like a 45% career faceoff guy, but I've noticed in the playoffs he's won a few key like yeah. last 10-minute defensive zone faceoffs just clean. Like I think he's at 75% in the playoffs here. Um, small sample size, but I think <laughs> it's number one awesome he's winning them, but number two that you know Woodcroft's putting him out there in big moments to win big draws, and he's doing it. So well, he's um, going to be the Oilers' third line center next year. He's going to get paid. It's going to be in the low twos because that's what the ARB case is going to be for him. Uh, the Oilers mm-hmm. need the speed. He's good at transporting. The, I know I talked to him about his brother Michael. You can go look it up right now. Michael McLeod was one of the best faceoff men in the league, and I'm like, you got to talk to your brother. Because if you can become a guy, if he can go from 48.5% to 52 next year to 54 by the end of his next deal, he's going to become a real useful player. In this, Like, he's already a good player, but he can become an, an excellent third-line center. And I, I limit him as a third-line center because the Oilers have McDavid and Drysaddle and Nugent Hopkins. So that's, exactly. that's yeah. the spot that's there for him. Yeah, the face-offs are in his blood. And the other thing I was going to say is, and I've enjoyed hearing your insight on this, because, you know, I like Todd McClellan. Seemed like a really good man, good coach. Um, came here at a hard time and did a good job. But, you know, it's almost like Jacques Lemaire's, you know, kidnapped him or something and said, like, here, you're going to take my system. It's 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 crazy to watch how passive and they just yeah. sit back and it's just a trap, trap, trap. Um, I agree with you. I think they're going to come out different tonight. And I, I honestly don't think it's going to play to their favor. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Appreciate your call, Oilers. You know, uh, Crotch, the theory on, I'll tell you what it is with Todd, is Jonathan Quick, the last couple of years, struggled as their number one goaltender. That is part of the reason why they had to go down that path. It's 12-22. We're going to take a two-and-a-half-minute break. You can text us and call us in the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, Texas, Ashley, Fine Florence, text line. We'll return with more after this on Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Bob Stoffer, Crypto.com, Arena, Los Angeles, California Oilers. Game three tonight against the LA Kings. Brendan Escott back with the 630 Chad Studios. Guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Edmonton's favorite Teppanyaki Steak Restaurant. You can come in and check out their new location, 3975 Calgary Trail. Into the Oilers Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Trent Brown, the best football player produced out of U of A in the last 40 years. And Jim Brown, the gang of James H. Brown. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Big supporters of the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Elks, of course, Trent was a two-time CFL All-Star with the Edmonton Eskimos as well. Uh, for the orders, uh, Matias Yamark is out, uh, not uh, available for uh, today's game. And for the L.A. Kings, both uh, Blake Lazat and, more importantly, perhaps Kevin Fiala remain out of the lineup. Fiala had 72 points in 69 games in the regular season. We've yet to see him. Louis DeBrusque is coming up at 135 today for GCL Diesel. We are going back in to the Ashley Fine Flores text line. We have Jerry from Woodbridge, Ontario, which is the home of both Andrew Cogley and Drake Kajula. Hello, Jerry. How you doing? 
Thank you for having me. First time caller. I really appreciate it, Bob. I just yep. wanted to send some positivity to you and Brendan Escott and Cam Lunar. You guys do a fantastic job and just putting a plug for you guys. Um, I was diagnosed with depression back in January. And one of the things that really gave me some positivity every day was just listening to the show. Um, you guys are very consistent, very positive. You guys have a good outlook on life. Um, the fact that you are very humble of your job and what you're able to be do, doing every day. And myself, I do TSC Media, and I know what you mean, like what it's like to be in that room and to, to, to interview people. And I think you guys do a fantastic job. I've learned so much from you guys, how to conduct yourself, how to ask questions. And um, being from Toronto myself, I hate the Leafs. <laughs> hate the Leafs with a passion. I grew up loving the Oilers in the 90s. And I'll maybe some nostalgia for you. Watching Anson Carter, Dougie yeah. Waite, Ryan Smith. Those guys grinded. I used to watch LA versus Edmonton at 10 o'clock at night here. And what a match it would be. Like They just hard-working players where they just... The skill was there, but the the, the hard work was there. Um, yeah, they, I'm the guy who who basically always comes on Twitter and always saying, "Can you guys post the podcast?" And I want to say thank you for always just awesome answering and, and the fact that you take time to answer Twitter like messages that means a lot. As for the Oilers, I'm going to make a bold statement. I think they're going to win tonight. I'm going to say four two. I think that. They're gonna. I think that you 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 stayed a good point. If they're gonna come all strong tonight, the Oilers. I mean, sorry, LA, and they're gonna play that fast game tempo. I think that opens it up for the Oilers, and that plays to their advantage, like you said. The speed is what's gonna allow them to go through the neutral zone, into, and it's gonna it's just gonna allow them to be more offensive. And I just don't know how much longer Corpusella can stand on his feet and make save after save after save. If the Oilers just stick to what they've been doing the first two games, I don't see why they can't win game three. All right. Hey, uh, thanks a lot for the call, Jerry. Stay in there. Stay Hang in there, man, no matter what, all right? Stay positive. Thanks for the call. We're going to go to former defenseman Mark. Uh, I believe he's reached back to us. How you doing, Mark? Doing great, Bob. You know, your last caller there, Jerry, kudos to him. First time yeah, he's caller. battling. I thought he did really well. Yep. No, I, you, I was just calling. Um, you got about forty-five. I'm, I'm you got forty-five seconds, so make it count. I gotta get to I'll, break. I'll make it quick. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm confident about their uh, about where the Oilers are at right now. The fact that they're not up to nothing, I think we all know why that is. But I think if they put forth the same effort that they put in the last uh, the last two games, I think they they will walk away with this game. But you, you obviously saw. I sent you a text. During the game on the last, uh, yes. last game, I was livid. I mean, my head was spinning at that point because I don't even think they'd. Uh, I don't even think that LA had tied it up yet. I think yeah. it was two to one, and I could see where it was going. And yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to apologize for that right now. But I think the thing with the Oilers, you get that two nothing lead, they have to learn how to put the dagger in their heart. They have to finish. Yeah, that. I agree. I agree, but it's tough to do against LA. Hey, Mark, we got to run. Thanks for the call, man. All right, take care. It is 12 uh, 29 here in Los Angeles, where, by the way, it's 27 degrees Celsius, but it's about four degrees in the press box. Uh, it is 129 in Edmonton. We'll head off to Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn. And when we come back on Oilers Now for GCL Diesel, Louis DeBrosque, you're listening to Oilers Now.